Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys, and this show is for you. We want to educate and advocate for you, and we want to educate you and give you the information on a different injury subject each week. We love doing it. It's called Legal Injury Hub. That's our podcast, and we've got a lot of them produced, and we want to give you the quick information that you need, right? You can go to our website anytime. It's championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Our telephone number is 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Our website, again, championsofthepeople.com. By the way, we have 10 books on injury subjects. Each one's on a different injury subject on our website, championsofthepeople.com. They're free for you. You can download an e-copy free anytime you want. Right now, when we finish the show, you can. And we have all different injury subjects. And then you can get a hard copy if you want one by just coming by our law firm, calling our law firm, emailing our law firm. We will send you a hard copy for free. Wow, free. All this information. We educate and advocate. Okay, what are we going to do today? What are we going to talk about today? Our usual example is you're injured in a car crash. That's what we do. We do work comp cases. We do injury cases all over the state of Colorado, and we have for years. Our typical example, let's use it, car crash. Here's what I want you to do right now. Raise your right hand. You're saying, Gary, Brad, you must think I'm crazy. No, raise your right hand. We're going to take an oath. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I state your name. Do solemnly swear and affirm that if I'm in a car crash which I hope I never am, but if I am in a car crash, I will not sign the insurance company's papers. I will not let them record me within a day or two of the, of the crash. I will not sign their forms. I will not let them take a recorded statement. I will enforce my rights. I will stand up for myself, and if I have to, I will call Bell and Pollock and obtain a legal game plan, and I will do all this because I know the insurance company has their own legal game plan against me. You can put your hand down. I hope you weren't driving. Don't do it when you're driving, right? But I wanted you to take this oath, Brad, and I want you to take it for your protection. Okay, Brad, let's go to our typical example, car crash. You make a claim, and today we're going to talk about maybe you had to miss some time from work, lost wages as part of your claim, and then and then you had an, you, you were employed and maybe you had to miss some time from work. Maybe your employment um, file becomes relevant. Brad, can, can insurance companies, you say you lost wages, maybe you lost two months, maybe you lost one month, maybe you lost a week. Maybe you can never work again. We have some people walk into our law firm that can never work again. But are they entitled to all of your employment files and all of those records in your entire history? Basically, no. And you stop to think, why should they be? Uh, that's that's another, uh, to me, it's an intimidating factor that insurance companies and insurance defense lawyers use to, to uh, try to intimidate a plaintiff from not wanting to pursue their legal rights. And it doesn't make sense. Uh, what might be in an employment file because you've claimed lost income from the fact you couldn't work doesn't make any sense at all. And, and the, anybody saying they have a right to, to get that information is, is just, uh, or trying to get it, sh- um, it, it, it to me, it's, it's, it's kind of disgusting, to be honest with you. Um, and, and it's the same thing getting your tax returns. I think that's disgusting. Uh, you, you have a right to privacy. And that once again, these are intimidation tactics that are used to try to avoid um, allowing you to, uh, to pursue your rights. 
Um, if you say I've lost income because I couldn't work or I, I work less now and I can't work as much and I can't do what I used to do, uh, that can be addressed with limited access maybe to part of your employment Part file. of it, right. Uh, maybe limited access to part of your tax returns. But these demands for all of it uh, is, is really a fishing expedition that's trying to find something that, that can be slipped in to make you feel like they're going to use it against you. Uh, at some point in and embarrass you and expose what might have gone on in your work force or might might identify how you, you what what tax benefits you've taken for certain things or what assets you want I, t- I tell you what think about it folks I mean we do that Brad and I do this every day our law firm is Bell and Pollock as you know uh, and we are trying to help you and educate you so you you just don't jump to the conclusion that insurance companies have the automatic right to all these documents. And so it's sad because sometimes you're in a car crash and, and the doctor says, you're gonna, I'm going to write you a script that you're going to be off work for three weeks. And then we're going to see how it does. And you go back in three weeks and the doctor says, well, I'm going to write you another script. You're going to be off for another two weeks. So that's five weeks of work you've missed, right? And we got a show coming up where we're going to tell you how to prove losses, wage losses if you're a wage earner. You know, how to prove wage losses if you're like a waiter or a waitress. How to prove wage losses if you're a professional, maybe like an architect. Uh, but that's not today's show. Today's show is you've got some wage losses, you've lost some money as a result of this crash, and the insurance company wants all your personal files. Answer this question, and then, Brad, you're going to address it. But you people answer this question before Brad talks. You've been injured in a car crash, you missed five weeks of work, as we just set it up in our example, and the insurance company says, we want the last 20 years of your employment files. What do you think? The last 20 years, because you missed five weeks of work. Brad? I wouldn't... You can say the last two years, and I'd be saying that's ridiculous, and I'd be saying you don't get the employment file at all. Uh, you know that that doesn't get it. You, 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 you. It's our job as the plaintiff's lawyers to produce and and to produce sufficient documentation that you've missed the five the last five weeks that you've missed the last two months that you've last missed the last year. Um, and to show why and how and what and what would have been the income from it. But that does not open the door that somebody has the right to know everything about your employment file or be able to examine everything that's gone on in your different employment environments. It, it, there's just no reason for it. I, I cannot imagine one reason why they would be entitled to that, especially if you have employers, you have people coming forward saying, yeah, they couldn't come to work. They missed that time period and we docked them the pay. How in the world and why in the world would you say they're now entitled to know whether or not you got reprimanded in a certain situation at work or with respect or to Or about certain- seven years you got reprimanded or 11 years ago you got reprimanded or 12 years ago you were fired. Yeah. Why would you be entitled to that? And why, why, would, why would the an insurance company be entitled? And the question you get that I, I always come up with because I see it all the time and I always have to make an objection and go through all the different objections. The, 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 the question you get is why do they ask it? Why do they ask it to begin with? Uh, why, why is that? Uh, it, 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 it's just not appropriate. Most of the time when you make the objection, they don't come back and fight it. They just accept it. And it's kind of like, Oh, we didn't slip that one by you. What, we're dealing with people's lives and their privacy, and we're dealing with people who who their dignity is to be left intact, especially when they're not even at fault for the crash. And 
all they're doing is trying to process a claim. And wh- why put somebody through that kind of uh, uh, inconvenience and, and waste of time when they shouldn't be into- allowed to have that information? Yeah, and on the other side of the coin, we're going to have to be able to prove in our example that you did lose five weeks of work and it did cost you X dollars. But there's ways to prove that without turning over your, your personnel files for years and years and years. And, and the, the leading case is called Martinelli versus District Court in Colorado. And there's other cases as well. That Brad and I are just spouting this stuff off. There's cases on the law books that protect your rights. But you have, to, you have to protect them. And you have to have lawyers that actually care and not just give you a, a release to the insurance company to go get all your personnel files. Think about that. All your personnel files. So we object. At Bell & Pollock, we object. You're listening to the Bell & Pollock Legal Show, Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. We're injury attorneys. We've done injury cases all over the state, every four corners, for years. And we can help you. You can put our experience to work for you in your injury case. 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. In the mountains, you can call us at 970-870-8989. That's 870-8989. You know we have offices in Denver. We have offices in Steamboat Springs. And we travel everywhere. Brad just finished a jury trial in Durango. I've done a jury trial in Durango. We've done them in Sterling, Colorado. We've done them down south, up north. Come on, you want experience. You don't want to be guessing. You don't want somebody learning on your case, learning what's new, learning how to do it. You want experience, and you can put our experience to work for you. Okay, today we're talking about you're injured in a car crash, you've suffered lost wages. They're not just automatically entitled to all your personnel files, period. There's ways to fight this, and you should fight this. Now, Brad, Let's switch gears. Next question they always ask. Well, give us the last five years, seven years, 10 years of your tax returns. And there's a case in Colorado called Stone versus State Farm, and it protects you folks. And Brad, let's talk about that. Well, that, that again, uh, when you look at tax return, it gives much more information than just what your income has been each of those five or six or seven years. Deductions, interest earned. That's exactly right. You know, maybe where your investments are. Capital gains. You know, and and whether or not you've taken any any write-offs for your children or for family members. Uh, None of that is any of their business again. It's not stuff they're entitled to. So the the bottom line is, is no, you don't get those tax returns. If you're going to get any part of them, they're going to be heavily, heavily, heavily redacted. But Stone versus State Farm pretty much says uh, you don't get, you're not going to get them. And they, they pretty much, it pretty much says, uh, you know, these tax returns are confidential and they're between the taxpayer and the, uh, and the federal government. And it's not to be used for some kind of lawsuit that you're going to be bringing. Um, and, and, or it's a defense attorney to try to nitpick what you've done and what you spent your money on or how you spent it or what deductions you've taken or what contributions you've made to what organizations. That's just not something that you're entitled to. Well, and that's, and we're saying stone, that was the case stone versus state farm decided by the Colorado Supreme court, which protects you. But think about this, you guys, come on, think about this. The husband's injured in a car crash, both husband and wife work. Hmm. All right. And now husband makes a wage loss claim of five weeks. Can't lost wages for five weeks, lost earnings, and maybe we'll lose more in the future. And they want the tax returns. But guess what? Husband and wife filed joint tax returns. And are they entitled to wife's income? Wife's tax return? Wife's not injured in this example. No. 
And so that's why Stone versus State Farm said tax returns are basically off premise, off the table. Uh, and the case said unless unless it can be proved to the district court that there's a clear clear and compelling need and there's no other resource to find it, et cetera. And then even then the judges issue protective orders and narrow orders. So you do not have to automatically turn over your tax returns. But that's what they ask you for. I promise you. That's you know, just call us for a legal game plan sometime. People call us and we ask them those questions. Did the insurance company contact you? Yes. Did they get you to sign a HIP release where they could get your medical records? Yes. And then we almost fall off the table. We can still help you. We can still stop it, but you got to get a hold of us. Did did they get you to sign a form? Yes. Did you get did you give them your tax returns? Yes. Come on. We educate and advocate. Brad, what about these what about these tax returns and personnel files? Just kind of kind of give them a capsulized um, uh, summary of what we covered today. Uh, the do's and don'ts, uh, so everybody uh, can uh, hear it. Well, it's it's clear. You know, the the do's and don'ts are is uh, you've got to watch out with the frontline adjuster, the, the the first one you're going to talk to, because their job is is they they know that it they're going to be running into more people that have not yet obtained legal counsel. So they want to start getting information from you. So that's where they're going to send the employment release files. That's where they're going to send the tax return file uh, or releases. And they're going to, they're going to send those documents to those, uh, to, to the uh, injured party. And they're going to try and get that information before lawyers get involved to stop it because experienced personal injury lawyers are going to stop it. Immediately we're going to stop it. And that's the first thing. You're going to revoke all authorizations. Uh, They also are going to send authorizations that have within them the right for them to publish the information into other indexes, into other uh, other companies that hold that information or bureaus that hold that information available for other insurance companies to look up at a later time should the case come up. Um, so they're, they're going to do that. The bottom line is this is not what you should be giving them. There are other ways to prove what you need to prove and to show what you need to show. Then nobody's saying you still don't need to prove you're in your case and you need to prove what your what your case is all about and you need to prove your injuries, and you need to prove your losses. But it's got to be done and and as a plaintiff's lawyer, my job is is to make sure it's done correctly and that they don't take advantage of you from adjuster to defense lawyer. They don't take advantage of you with respect to getting information to which they're not entitled. I hope you heard what Brad Pollack, my partner, just said a minute ago. I promise you that if, and I've done it before, people have come in my office and I said, did you sign one of these forms? And they said, yes. I said, I'll sh- hide the form from me a minute. I'm going to tell you what it says in the middle of the document and you're going to fall off your chair. And so they don't show me the form and it says in the middle of the document that I, you, you, you signed it, you authorized them to obtain all your medical information and all your medical records from all sources whatsoever when you might have just injured your neck and nothing else. That, w- that allows them to get gynecological records for women. That allows them to get prostate records for men. Get all your records. And did you hear what Brad said? In the middle of the document says, and you grant us permission and authorization to republish your information, and it goes to a national database. And then we turn the form over in the office, and I say, right there's the language, right in the middle of the form. It says, you gave them authorization to republish all your medical records, put it in a national database, and, and they keep a centralized database on you because you just gave them your permission and consent, which you're never going to do again under our watch. All right, now, Brad and I would be remiss in this show if we didn't make you feel a little bit more comfortable, as follows. If you've already done this, if you already gave them and signed the forms, all hope is not lost here, folks. Get 
a hold of Bell and Pollock. Brad just said we can revoke authorizations. We can we can solve the problem. We can control the situation. Don't think, well, geez, I did it, and then there's nothing that can help me. We can help you. Give us a call. Bell and Pollock. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We're injury attorneys. We have over 40 years of experience. We have all kinds of good attorneys here. Brad's experience. I'm experienced. We can put our experience to work for you, right? 303-795-5900. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we champion people's cases and injury claims, and we'll be glad to help you. See you next week. 